0: Wrestling, Inc, NXT, 7, 11, 2023, y'all. What's up, everybody? It is July 11th, 2023. This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast talking about the NXT. I'm Glenn Rubenstein here tonight with Jack Farmer just the two of us jack we can make it if we try
2: not only can we make it if we try but as you said beautifully during the countdown at
0: 7-eleven are you filled up on your free slushies oh my god i gotta go i'm gonna hit all the 7-elevens and go to each one and be like you don't know and then i'll go back and do a second like like on trick or treat did you ever go home and change costumes and hit all the same houses again Oh, 100%. Yeah.
2: You figure out which the good houses are, Absolutely. and then you go back, and then that in the other costume. Absolutely. Oh my God.
0: One of the best days of my life, the day of Halloween, we were at Toys R Us and they were selling those terrible vinyl costumes with the plastic mask for like a dollar a piece. So my dad bought me $5 worth. And I just i had more costume changes than Cher that night as I went out and hit all the good houses <laughs> again and again. It was incredible. Yes. And
2: as a kid, you're like, even if they find out, they're like, hey, didn't you come by here? You're like, what if I did? Yeah, I'll I'll egg your house. If you don't give me the candy, let's just do this. (laughs) Why? Why make it difficult? I've got the I've got toilet paper at home. You're in trouble if you don't give me my Kit Kats.
0: True. True. (laughs) I was a very demanding kid. Yeah, I was like, you were you came prepared to negotiate on the tricks (laughs) or the treats. (laughs) Well, before we dive into NXT tonight, hell of a show. Uh, We got details, lots to talk about. But what's going on in the news?
2: I want to start with something that caught my eye and I think maybe caught a lot of people's eyes because it heralded back to a, uh, a brawl-out situation, though not nearly uh, that interesting here. Apparently, there was a, uh, an argument backstage at Raw after the main event. Uh, last night's WWE Raw was headlined by a six-man tag team match featuring the Judgment Day, uh, taking on the uh, team of Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Seth Rollins. Uh, The former walked away with a victory, but it appears that the fireworks between the two sides went Mm. on after the show. According to PW Insider, an argument broke out between those involved in the match once everyone got backstage. The lingering issues stemmed from the view that the match was, quote, clunky, uh, mainly due to planned elements of the match, quote, literally changing at the last second. One wrestler in particular said... be the source of many of the resulting problems however they remained unnamed by sources in order to not provoke a firestorm over the internet um this feels like how you would handle situations like this where people are unhappy and you go yeah yeah yeah, but we're not going to talk about it yeah Um, or just
0: talks back to the dirt sheets like the good old days yeah exactly
2: so uh, it seems like I know on the after show last night, people were saying there's a lot of people said something seemed off about the match, and it feels like the wrestlers felt the same way. Did you have a chance to see
0: Log I did not Glenn? see it last night? Uh, I went and saw the Spice Girls Tribute Act, Spice Wannabe, at the Excalibur Hotel and Casino. You made a great choice, my friend. And Spice Wannabe, great yeah. cover group name, by the way. They looked nothing like the Spice Girls, but they sang better than them somehow. It was really incredible both easy to
2: believe yes (laughs) but but uh spice girls one of those groups with a sneaky number of bangers
0: oh yeah and i I was there with my wife so i had to kind of be a little low-key about my enthusiasm but believe me inside i wanted to stand up and start doing the rap to wannabe it was a good time
2: yes it's a it's a a good one for sure yes um something else in the news that happened today uh, or that came out today uh drew mcintyre it's now clear why drew mcintyre uh is set to meet next uh, is set to miss next week's episode of Raw. The champion has reportedly booked a role on a new action film titled The Killer's Game uh, Mm. via PW Insider. In addition to McIntyre, the movie is said to include Ice Cube and Dave Batista. Now, Glenn, I feel like you and I may have some similarities in the kind of movies we like. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm going to tell you the premise of this movie. You tell me if you'd be interested in seeing it. And everyone in the chat Do the same. The film is said to revolve around Batista's character, a hitman, who puts out a contract on himself after Mm. learning that he is terminally ill. However, the character then learns that the diagnosis was incorrect, forcing him to fight off the assassins he previously hired. That sounds like 80s action movie. I can't wait to get into it. That's like the perfect story for my kind of movie, Glenn.
0: There was another movie. That was like this, and I can't remember what it was. I know now there was a short time with I think Bob Hoskins in the late eighties where he had a terminal illness, and so he was a cop, so he took all the high risk crimes. Yeah, hoping that he would go out. But there was I swear to God there was a movie where a hitman, like, or somebody hired a hitman to come after them, and then found out like they were cured, so it was all good.
2: They're definitely. Now I want to remember what that cop movie was because I know what you're talking about. It was definitely a movie, but I can't remember what it was.
0: Yeah, Uh, there was Duel last year, D U A L, uh, which is Karen Gillian from Guardians of the Galaxy has a terminal illness, clones herself for her clone to take over her life. But then the illness goes into remission. So she has to, she hires Aaron Paul, Jesse Pinkman for Breaking Bad, to train her for a duel to the death between her and her clone because there can be only one. That is awesome. It was my favorite movie of last year. What a great, I gotta go see that. What a great premise for a movie. So good. So good. So no, I'm all about this movie. I'm sure Drew McIntyre will be one of the hitmen that will be easily disposed of in the film. But I think it'll be great.
2: Yes. Uh, The last piece of news I want to talk about here is Brian Pillman Jr. created a stir. His profile was removed from AEW's website's roster page, so that got people poking around. And it's been said now that his contract has been expired and not renewed. Um, Glenn, I hope that this is a situation where it allows Pillman to maybe try his craft elsewhere and maybe start to get some momentum
0: that way. I mean he seems first off, if MLW can get their TV deals together, he seems like a top prospect for them mm-hmm. to try and rebuild the promotion around or continue to build it. Um, I don't know. I mean, in my mind, Brian Pillman Jr. The entire time he was in AEW, I was thinking this seems like a top act in NXT. Yes. Like you would be yeah. massively over NXT. I don't know about the main roster, but I think he, I think especially the varsity bonds would have been great in NXT. And I, I, it's hard for me to imagine him not ending up in WWE
3: at some point.
2: I agree with you. And I think that NXT would be the perfect place for him. I think MLW, you're right. If they're able to get him, that would be a great pickup for them. But I do agree with you about NXT because I think that AEW, from what I can understand outside looking in, is the place where you sort of have to make your own way yeah. and you have to figure out how you're going to get there, where... That's a world where now there's a ton of veterans, a ton of people who know how to do that. It's always going to be hard to sort of elbow some time in for yourself, where NXT, they're going to take what they have. They're going to take who he is and find a way to package it and find a way to get him on TV. And I think that would be the difference if he gets signed by NXT. And I think once he has a chance for people to really sink their teeth into him, they're going to love him. I think he jumps off the screen. He looks cool. He's got the... the uh, history the family history i think he's a slam dunk
0: bernie dc has it to so have pillman jr answer the wesley open challenge after great american bash and win it that would be
2: a hell of a debut uh, yeah that'd be great i i think i think you nailed it i think nxt is just perfect for brian pillman jr so i think he'd be good. super successful there
0: yeah um so thanks everyone hanging out in the chat tonight if you like the wrestling inc podcast do us a favor like it share it subscribe it click that bell notification And uh, I want to give a shout-out to Ricky Killer of Demon669, J.R. Smith. What is up? Lego Brick Collector. Alicia A., good to see you again. Chubby Bowden. That's the best name in the chat tonight. Kerry Johnson. Arthur. Chubby
2: Bowden. That is a great name. I don't think I've seen Chubby Bowden before.
0: Chalbowski. G Roy j what's up everybody and of course bernie dc baby ice let's go let's do this send those super chats in we'll get to them and uh yeah we got a lot to talk about tonight with nxt i haven't watched nxt like in two weeks so this was uh kind of fun to yeah. uh, reacquaint myself with my favorite wrestling promotion and now jack we haven't talked about nxt before are you a regular nxt watcher week in and week out
2: so yeah i was a big time nxt watcher i was a big time nxt uk watcher which Mm -hmm. nowadays on nxt feels like that's an important thing to mention because half of them are from there but i loved nxt uk i watched nxt regularly for a very long time i took a little bit of a break uh for a few months and then jumped back in about a month or two ago Mm. uh, probably two months ago and so um it's been fun getting back into it but uh, I always say, I think taking breaks from wrestling every now and again, or even even just individual shows is healthy. It gets you to refresh and appreciate stuff instead of grinding through it.
0: This is just such a watchable show. I love that in two hours where SmackDown gives us six to eight segments, NXT can give us like 20 segments in two hours. Yeah. Just a lot of variety. And I think that there you, there's almost no way to be bored during an yeah. NXT show.
2: NXT when it became NXT 2.0 shook a lot of people and upset yeah. a lot of people and I get it it's the change was very abrupt and felt like it was for no reason so I get why people feel that way but now I think when you look at the quality of wrestling the stories that get told the difference in characters the fact that like you say the show is just so tight tightly yeah. done there's no wasted time on this show but it also doesn't feel like they're rushing through things either this probably is week in and week out the best national television wrestling show, as far as just putting together a good show, obviously everyone's going to have their opinion on, but my favorites are on this show or whatever. But when you think about it, just like structurally, this is probably the best show week in
0: week out. Yeah. It's just, it's a variety show, man. And that's what so many wrestling shows don't feel like anymore. Mm -hmm. So look, if you're watching this tonight, you know, what's up with NXT, you know, that it's where it's at, especially for women's wrestling, looking at the stats, uh, Kristen, Ashley, Compiled some stats about women's wrestling in the year 2023 and NXT, like 40% of the matches on NXT are women's matches, the leader across all promotions. They got very, very good women's division, uh, great everything. And tonight we open with Judgment Day. It's amazing when you see some of these main roster stars come down to NXT and the way that they're, they're using them. Tonight was like this little Judgment Day takeover. What did you yeah. think of uh, this opening segment with Carmelo and Trick? confronting judgment day in the ring
2: i loved every single thing about this intro because i love that finn told us how it was i mean daddy's home and i like that carmelo hayes actually referenced something that was going around on twitter or social media the mount rushmore of nxt who's Mm -hmm. your mount rushmore of nxt and he even said look you're on the top of everyone's list as he should be he's on the top of my mount rushmore list for nxt that's for sure but i like that he I like that these guys that are coming from the main roster, they never put down NXT. They're never like, they're never like, Oh, I'm down in NXT or I'm stepping down to your level. They never treat it like that. They always treat it like, Oh, this is just a different place. Um, so I love that aspect. I love the way, uh, trick Williams, I think is a star. I think these guys, like everyone else in the ring, we all already see it. We already say, Dom is getting great reactions. Finn's a star. Damian priest, is a star Carmelo Hayes, is a star. I think trick Williams is sneakily one of the fastest rising stars in NXT. It he, just because he's sitting next to Carmelo Hayes, people don't notice it as much, but he is entertaining in everything he yeah. does.
0: Yeah, he's great. And I think the eventual trick Carmelo feud is going to be incredible. Um, but I like this, and I just love the Judgment Day, man. It's uh, They are so over right now, and they get such great crowd reactions. Dominic Mysterio, even with the smartest Mark crowd in NXT at the Performance Center, or pardon me, the Capital Wrestling Center, uh, Dominic still gets so many boos, he can't finish the sentence. It was yes. incredible to see that. and But I love that Trick and Carmelo held their own with Judgment Day on the mic tonight
2: right now i look at carmelo hayes and everything he does and it's no longer just can he be great can he get better right now he's in a run that i think is can he hang with the main roster like we're done with what he's going to do in nxt he's he's already completed everything he's 100 percented this game now it's a matter of can he hang with the main roster and i looked at him he had his match with ricochet 100 when he had his match with uh baron corbin 100 now in the ring with judgment day 100 this guy's ready and that was a really beautiful and cool thing to see here and to your point about judgment day one of the things i love about judgment day is they're so adaptable you can put them in every situation one of the problems with the bloodline i always thought and don't get me wrong bloodline was wildly it is wildly entertaining But they have to be dominant. They can't be the losers or slip on a banana peel or things like that because of who they are. Judgment Day, you need someone to slip on on a banana peel? Dom will do that for you. You need someone to be big and intimidating? Damian Priest will do that for you. You need someone with the credibility? Finn Balor will do that for you. You need someone who's everything in one package? Rhea Ripley will do that for you. They're so pliable.
0: Yeah, actually, it's crazy that of, I, I think, Rhea Ripley, even with how over she is, um, feels like the most underutilized member of Judgment Day. She could just be out there doing her own thing and getting all that attention. I think yes. her personality is as big as the other three members of Judgment Day combined. It's it's a testament to what a team player she is. Yeah. She's willing to sort of just hang in a group setting like that.
2: It does make you wonder how much of the Judgment Day's current success is Rhea Ripley. And I'm not trying to take away from the other people because they're all doing their parts as well. But she is such a star. And she is so popular or hated or however you want to say it. Uh, It makes you wonder, if she wasn't there, would the Judgment Day work? And again, I don't mean that as a disrespectful thing to the other guys. It's just when you have someone who is so popular – you know what I mean? It does yeah. kind of rub off on everyone else.
0: It's tough, right? It's tough to figure out. The Judgment Day, in a weird way, are kind of like the Beatles. And you know, obviously uh, Dominic and Priest, they're they're the John and Paul mm-hmm. of Judgment Day. I think Rhea is the is the George Harrison, which That's makes fair. Finn the Ringo.
2: I don't know. I feel like Dom's the Ringo, just because. Oh, of-
0: come on, Dom is like the <laughs> the Paul McCartney of Judgment Day.
2: Yeah. I mean- just uh, just out of the nature of who Tom is, he's supposed to be the Ringo.
0: <laughs> well, we saw that great Abbey Road photo of them for Money in the Bank. Uh, yes. So, you know, every, everyone's got their favorite. Everyone's got their favorite in Judgment Day, much like the Beatles.
2: I will say I hated that photo that they did, the Abbey <laughs> Road photo. And the reason I hated it is because when I first saw it, someone posted it. And then they posted the picture of the Beatles underneath it as yeah. if people needed the reference to understand why they took Kids that these photo. They do Jack. And that's what it made me feel so old, Glenn. That's why I didn't like it as I was like, you should automatically understand what this is in reference to. Yeah.
0: I'm at Caesar's palace last night trying to get a status match at the rewards desk. And there's a big sign. That's like, if you, you need to be born after this day in 2002 to be in this casino. And I'm like, kids from 2002 can now gamble.
2: It's crazy. It's
0: that's crazy.
2: That's insane to me. Crazy.
0: Malik Black, $2 super chat saying, can't believe they gave us Braun versus Alia for free. Um, Man, NXT, Great American Bash could be phenomenal. But I'm telling you, like, every week they put on matches And I'm just like, yes. this could easily be a PLE match. Also, isn't it weird how in two years we can now say PLE without even having to think about it? Yes. rolls off the tongue
2: it just sounds natural and it actually yes. makes more sense it was a, much like nxt 2.0 is a rough transition but now that we've been into it it's like yeah that was probably the right move
0: yes uh so that's the main event for tonight where we had carmelo and trick versus priest and finn but then drew gulak and charlie dempsey took on chase you andre chase is back folks are you excited Would you like seeing andre chase in the ring tonight
2: yeah. I, uh, Chase is probably one of my biggest examples of the WWE was right in changing over to 2.0 because mm. when they debuted Chase U, I feel like he was sort of the poster child of all the things that people thought was ridiculous about NXT 2.0. And they were like, this is silly. Who is this guy? Why can't we have our Tommaso Champa's back? Why do we got to watch this Chase U guy? But they gave him time they allowed him to do what he needed to do and now he's one of the most popular acts on the show and i think that this is one of those examples of like look they knew what they were doing when they brought him in and they gave him the time and the people at nxt i think you got to give them a ton of credit because it could have been very easy for people to go back at nxt to go you know maybe this isn't working take him off tv put gargano in and i mean not everything worked Duke
0: Hudson had a poker room back then remember what was wrong with the poker <laughs> yeah what was wrong with the poker room didn't get over brother uh <laughs> that poker room lasted what like five weeks
2: <laughs> yeah that that one didn't work
0: but Duke
2: yeah. Hudson's still on tv still yeah. very very popular here That's i do what's great about this you know what i do love about this is the way it ended via
4: hail
3: yeah. cheating
2: cheating to help chase win and you know you know who taught her that Drew Gulak and Charlie Dempsey. So they must the be so, they the must layers. be so proud of her for what she did.
0: You know what though? Andre Chase being gone, I didn't like that. And I would love, I know he was injured, but in my mind, I'm like, this should have been a salary dispute. I want like a good juicy story behind yeah. this. You know, Chase you maybe was in trouble, he had to go get funding. But I have to say, Thea Hale was like the biggest personality in Chase you, but having Andre Chase gone for a while, I mean. I I fully think Thea Hale could win that rematch and become women's champion. Maybe I'm insane, or maybe it's also that Tiffany Stratton, I think, has been good but not great as champ. But man, I am all in for Thea Hale.
2: Thea Hale is wildly popular. It's yes. great. She's the, I think she's that perfect example of you just got to lean into it. Whatever they give you, you got to lean into it as much as you can. Cause that's all she does is she, I feel like everything she does, she gives it 110% as silly as it sounds. Cause that's what her character would say. You got to give it a hundred. Oh, like
0: Lou Ferrigno. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, I think, and this match was great tonight. Love seeing uh, Duke and Andre in the ring against Gulak and Dempsey. Um, but that's the thing man it's like you know this, this is the perfect mix of like let's put on these banger matches have a really fun story with fun characters like this was just a great example of like what nxt is and uh thought it was a great first match for the show tonight
2: it was you're right I mean, you talked at the beginning about it being a variety show too this match had something for everybody i mean you had two very technically gifted wrestlers in dempsey and Gulak. you had the epitome of sports entertainment in Chase U. You have a big muscle guy in Duke Hudson. You have Story on the outside from Thea Hale. You really got a little bit of everything. And what I think a lot of people would call one of the, again with all respect, a throwaway match on the show. Yeah. kind of a opening match. Get you know fill some time, entertain people. But there were a, there was a ton in this that was actually very beneficial to a lot of people on the roster
0: it was good i mean and i think uh dempsey's getting over slowly but surely i think uh this was really good and then we went right from that to cora jade versus kalani jordan now kalani was out there with dana brooke now jack we've been trying to solve the mystery why did dana brooke stop doing the front flip in her entrance i
2: have no idea that's a good i know question.
0: we have to interview her just to talk about that entrance and why she stopped doing that
2: that is an interesting question because it's not like her character is wildly different and she's no. trying to change the approach i wonder if something happened or if someone said something to
0: her. It, it was I, the most w- impressive entrance in all professional wrestling
2: well it's yeah it makes me wonder if someone was worried she would get hurt or i if, was i was worried every time well maybe that's why they they stopped there or maybe she did get hurt and she said I okay maybe i need to stop doing that um but that, that is a good question um inquiring minds want to know uh, yeah dana brooke tell
0: us but don't just answer it on social i mean like come on the show be yes dad, but we will yeah. talk about this i will do an hour talking about that entrance i'll be like when did you first realize you could do the standing flip how did you learn to do the standing flip when did you do that in your entrance were people nervous when you did that in your entrance have you ever just eaten the floor when doing that like really? i will have Please, like 20 questions just about that entrance
2: Just a full hour long in depth interview, and I'd love for it to be set up, Glenn. If we could, in one of those like news situations, like where they interview like the president or something, where it's you guys in chairs facing each other, like very closely, (laughs) like very serious and stern. That's what I want. And I want
0: to know, I want to know what is going through your head before you do the flip. What's going through your head when you're doing the flip? And do you ever think, "Don't screw this up. Don't screw this up. Don't screw this up."
2: I think about, I think, don't screw this up before I do just about everything in my life.
0: And the other thing I want to know is how many times has she done that? And the audience had like zero reaction and you just want to yell like, did you effing see what I just did? You can't do that. That's the worst.
2: Like when when wrestlers do amazing things and there's no reaction, that kills me.
0: It's incredible. But she was out there tonight with Kalani, but look, they're keeping it going with her and Cora J. Like Kalani had a decent showing tonight in defeat against Cora Cora man Cora used to it's so funny that Cora back when she originally launched she came across like Roxanne Perez like Mm -hmm. here's this you know fangirl kid that's getting her chance to do this and she's just so excited to be here I am so all in now on her being a heel and matches like this just further reiterate where it's like you know what she might be uh, still fairly new. She might be fairly young, but I believe it now with her being a threat in the ring.
2: Yeah. She feels way more natural in this role. She feels yeah. way more just natural. It feels more believable. And I don't know if it's, I feel like there's a, a subliminal part of it, Glenn, where there's a part of us that whenever someone's a a chosen person in WWE, for some yeah. reason, it makes you not want to like them anymore. And mm-hmm. I feel like Cora Jade was one of the people in NXT 2.0 that was sort of, oh, she's one of the chosen people. She's yeah, going to tell. be one of the people that is going to be featured. And so her almost having that attitude without saying it, but kind of, yeah, I'm Cora Jade. It's the generation of Jade. I am going to be the best. And then being a, a heel about it the whole time, I think just plays into our subliminal views of her as well that we kind of don't want the person who's chosen to be the person to be the person and so no, I, I, agree yeah. I
0: agree with that i agree with it and i think the attitude when um she was a face was a little too like avril levine in 2002 screaming punk rock like yeah. you didn't buy it he was a much. skater boy said yes. Other... <laughs> well, yes like but now the heel to, the barbed wire gear all of it like i am in and her uh going at Kalani with the kendo stick after, I thought was great. And um, then uh, Dana Brooke getting involved. So I like how they're building this. I think Dana Brooke versus Cora have some great matches in them.
2: I think it's going to be great. Great for both of them. I love, yeah. I just love that WWE is using so many people now from the main roster on NXT because it does so much for the people in NXT to be in the ring with people that are known nationally and have been yeah. on that level on that stage, both working with them, but then also just being seen in the ring with them and maybe beating them or even hanging with them in the ring. Um, so that's great for Dana Brooke. I think uh, Kalani Jordan looked great. I think she looks good being partnered up with. Uh, Dana Brooke. I just hope that Kaylani Jordan's able to move past this phase where it feels like she's the, she's sort of the speed bump to get to Dana Brooke. Hopefully she can eventually get past that and carve out her own lane. My fear is that she's going to be a bit of an action Andretti uh, where she comes in big and then sort of fades into the background.
0: I mean, Indy Harwell was jobbing for six months before she got that championship. That's true. And called up. So... That's NXT true. is counting on you having a short-term memory. Speaking of which, I have to call this out again because I, I feel like I, have, I haven't stopped talking about this with Dana Brooke. If you saw that video package a month ago when Dana Brooke came back and you never watched the main roster, and you only watched NXT and all you knew about Dana Brooke was that video package, she looks like one of the biggest stars WWE has ever produced.
2: I don't know anything about how Emmys work or the award system works, so I'm not the butt person to take this from very seriously but the video package team in wwe needs an award there they come out with video packages that are incredible every
0: single week they it's crazy how the dana one was was amazing how they took her career on the main roster which as a fan of hers i will say has not been great no and made it look like she was one of the biggest heavy hitters going toe-to-toe with ronda rousey and yeah. all the other uh, top female athletes—really it, incredible. It's it's
2: really great, and that's where that short-term memory uh, is really helpful in pro wrestling. And you know, sometimes I think, Glenn, and I'm just coming up with this as yeah. I'm saying it right now, so don't hold don't hold me to it. But sometimes I think that maybe as fans, if we let ourselves forget the things they're not constantly <laughs> reminding us, we'll enjoy the show a lot more. Just forget, right? forget if they're not reminding you about it, forget about it. It never happened. Yeah. Just yeah. move on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mealy was two super chats. Buck 99 saying, How fun would a Chase You and Alpha Academy segment be? Oh man, when they get caught, call- when Chase You gets called up, it better be to SmackDown or else it's going to be the same problem that they have with Austin Theory and Grayson Waller on the same brand. Yeah. uh And then Mealy also saying, core and her man Braun being heels is best for business. It's amazing how both of them as heels work so much better. I think Braun,
2: similar to what I was saying about core about being the chosen guy too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of which, Braun Breaker took on Ilya Dragunov tonight, the number one contenders match for the NXT Championship, and uh Braun losing this match. Now, Ilya, great for him to get that opportunity, but is Braun Breaker starting to seem a little bit like a fifth-year senior to you? And you're just sort of wondering, like, dude, when are you gonna when are you gonna get get together and go to the JC or something? You know, the JC.
2: <laughs> not getting not getting recruited going to the jc <laughs> it's huh? like, why
0: are you still here dude like uh, you know you could have <laughs> you could have passed like you, you failed on purpose
2: he does absolutely feel like we're all just kind of waiting for him to get called up to the main roster yeah. it feels like we've been waiting for him to get called up to the main roster for about six to nine months oh, now yeah. um i always say he's always felt to me very much like if you buy the wwe video games everyone has their their rankings and usually the people who are in nxt their rankings are a bit lower than the people on the main roster or the legends it always felt like Braun breaker's ratings were already maxed out when he was on he's a
0: 93 yeah
2: he's like a yeah. 93 and everyone else on the roster was in the 70s and so yeah. you kind of got to a point where you're. i at least watched him. i was like i'm not I don't feel like there's anyone's a threat to this guy. It feels like he's yeah. fighting children. I does like why is this? This isn't interesting to me anymore. I want to see him in the ring with the tougher guys, and so I can't wait for him to call, get called up. I think it's just a matter of time. Probably, they're just probably waiting for a spot for him at this point. Summerslam, uh, maybe. Summerslam, maybe post Summerslam to yeah. come out and do something. Um, I'm sure it's happening soon, and so the loss. It doesn't. It. I don't think it matters. It doesn't matter to me. I think he's. As far as hurting him, because it does feel a bit like we're just waiting until he moves on. And if he's moving on, why spend a bunch of time having him beat people? That said, this match was a slugfest. This
0: was awesome. Yeah. Dragunov uh, got a tough but credible win tonight.
2: Yeah. Dragunov is one of those guys that kind of like Gunther in that he's so hard hitting. But at the same time, he sells like crazy crazy in there as well and he just makes every match he's in look like it is life or death and it makes it so fun to watch his matches and braun breaker absolutely up to the task for that because he looked like he was beating the crap out of Dragonoff throughout this matchup and it just this this could have been a a ple match easy they gave it to us for free mid-show mind you and that's again one of the reasons why nxt is always so fun is it was just Incredible.
0: No, I really like this tonight. And I think good for Ilya. I don't think he's going to win the the championship, but I'm glad he's getting that opportunity. And with Braun, like, you know, if Braun just puts over everyone else on his way out, like what a way to go.
2: Yes. Especially when you're the guy who's been the champion. Oh, you know, and he, when you're the guy that kind of ran through the whole locker room and you're on your way out, kind of rebuild the locker room before you head out, especially because once you're on the main roster, no one's going to care. You know, no yeah. one's, once he's on the main roster, they're not going to make, isn't this the guy that lost to Ila Dragonoff? You know, they're <laughs> just going to go, oh, yeah, new face. This is cool.
0: Yeah. No, I think it's going to be very exciting uh, when he makes a main roster debut. And excited for Ilya to get that championship opportunity. But Mackenzie Mitchell was backstage with Wesley. Nice little confrontation with Dominic Mysterio and Rhea Ripley there. And uh, Dominic wants the open challenge for the North American Championship. And uh West was willing to make it happen tonight, but it will be next week.
2: I love this. I love this, Glenn. This was this is one of my favorite Don Mysterio moments in the fact that he, he's like, yeah, the, the idea that he just walks up. They should just do like I would do that to every champion if I was a wrestler. Now I just yeah. like, walk up to Seth Rollins and be like, hey, I want to accept that open challenge. And he's like, wait, yeah. what open challenge? Oh, I get it. You don't want to do the open challenge, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what a great, like, what a great way to back someone into a quarter to face you, to have to put the title on the line. It was a great move, and it was Super funny. Fun. And it was just perfect, Dom Mysterio character, too. Just the the cowardly, like, like crummy way to get what he wants, but he is getting what he wants. And mm-hmm. I don't know, if he won, I think that would actually be really cool. I think it would be
0: amazing. I mean, I, I like Wes a lot, but man, like... Dominic would be insufferable. Yes. The NXT North American champion. Yeah,
2: he would be fantastic. And then, could you imagine him talking about, like, who would have thought me, a, a <laughs> convict, could have ever turned my life around? That, uh,
0: I was a little surprised they didn't do something with him and Tony D. But yeah. maybe next week. Next week.
2: Yeah. I think I was kind of – that's a good point. I'm kind of surprised they didn't. I wonder if they're just worried – I think they want to, cause Dom's whole thing is that it's, it's kind of a joke that he wasn't really in prison where I think, wait, what do you be, mean? I mean, sound like a... <laughs> <laughs> I think they're worried that they'll, imp- it'll start to imply that Tony wasn't in a, a tough spot, oh. but uh, I mean, cause some people, I think Issa, since she's not here to defend herself, uh, thinks that Dom wasn't in a really serious uh, prison.
0: I think Dom watched the movie bound by honor, blood in, blood out and just, sort of adopted that experience
2: i like they had to make sure you added the blood in blood out part.
0: well it originally they wanted to call it blood in blood out but touchstone disney made them call it bound by honor so the compromise sure. was bound by honor blood in blood out
2: <laughs> but i'm Not... glad that i'm glad that you made sure to say but you, you didn't just say bound by honor you had no. you to make sure the
0: that movie thing is was... three hours long and i guarantee you i've spent at least 30 hours of my life watching that movie
2: <laughs> so 10 times huh
0: not all at once each time, but they used to be on cable a lot in the 90s. Cable cable movies are the best movies. Have you seen Blood and Blood Out? No. But I know oh my God, you need to watch Blood and Blood Out. It's a, it's, it's a prison epic, uh, but also it's about it's about three cousins growing up in East LA in the 70s, and they take divergent paths. One becomes a cop, one becomes a criminal, and one becomes an artist, and it's about everything. It's, it's really an incredible movie. And if you watch uh, it, you will appreciate the Dominic Mysterio storyline a hundred times more.
2: I will. I have to go take it. Take it. Sounds like a great movie. I will have to check it out. Uh, yes. But Sergio
0: Cardenas is saying one of his favorite movies of all time. It's really phenomenal.
2: Um, I. But I do always say the watching them for free on cable, like where you start a movie and it's already kind of half like into the movie and you have to break for commercials. Yes. I don't know why. That's the best way to watch a movie though.
0: I like. See, I first saw it not in order. I first caught like. 30 minutes at the end and then like 30 minutes in the middle. And then finally the beginning when I put together, I was like, Oh, the puzzle is complete. You know, you watched Uh, it.
2: Like you were the guy from Memento.
0: Yes. It was very, (laughs) it was very fulfilling uh, that way. But I've seen it many times since, uh, Tiffany Stratton took on Ivy Nile tonight. Ivy Nile, the last surviving member of diamond mine.
2: Yeah, it's, um, I, I wonder what the plan is here because Diamond Mine <laughs> is gone. So
0: Diamond Mine is like the stable and gimmick that would not die. It really
2: diamonds are forever, Glenn. Even, yes, and whether whether it makes sense or not. And so, um, you know, I think it's time for Ivy Nile to just let it go, as uh, as Frozen once said. Um, yes. Frozen's the name of the princess, by the way. I assume. Uh, let it go is. Uh, as, as Frozen once said. and But I like Ivy Nile. I she's think, great. She looks the part. She looks like she's going to tear your head off. She's very fit. She She's great in the ring. Um, not sure I'm, I'm fully on board with uh, the way she carries herself as far as the way she speaks. Uh, <sighs> she's someone I would like to see maybe take more of a aggressive, heelish approach. Because I feel like she looks the part of someone who isn't nice she looks like she's gonna kill you
0: yeah yeah uh I mean this was a pretty quick match Tiffany Stratton winning mm-hmm. so what is up with stacks? now Issa told me and I guess storyline wise they'd hinted that Stax was the one that sold Tony out but then tonight it looks like they did a complete backtrack on that with uh we had a prison interview with Tony and then we had Stax wrestling against uh joe coffee and i don't know what sway someone has in the legal system but the caveat was that if stacks lost tony would go to trial and if mm-hmm. not he would be freed i would love to know what judge agreed to this stipulation
2: <laughs> but oh it's it's part of the uh uh the it's, it's an old rule in the court system, Glenn. You haven't heard of this?
0: <laughs> I missed it's, two weeks. This was some so things might have been explained. It's a very
2: old legal rule that has been in place for thousands of years. Uh, it was one of the first parts added to that what we sense. call the modern judicial system, added before juries, I believe. Well, and it's uh,
0: Florida, so you, you could be a <laughs> bit of an antiquated remnant that just never got uh taken out, you know.
2: Yeah, typically an is involved, but they didn't use it this
0: time. <laughs> Uh, but they didn't want to bring ZZ in for his alligator <laughs> expertise and wrangling
3: for this uh, match.
2: But this is this is actually why I'm going to break some news for you guys. This is why Issa isn't on tonight. And it's because I came on this show and I said that Stax is the guy to trust. Stax has it figured out. Stax is going to be the hero here. And that's right. I'm looking at everybody in the chat who gave me a hard time also and called me a rat, called Stax a rat. Everyone said, I can't be on the streets anymore because I, I'm banned for life or I'm going to get caught. People yeah, come after me. And you guys were all like, oh, Jack, you can't trust Stax. And I said, no, no, no. Stax is the guy. Stax got it figured out stacks is going to get it done and what did he do he got it done he saved the family all of you guys should be ashamed of yourselves for what you guys said and how you guys felt i never doubted stacks and i never doubted the d'angelo family and isa will have to answer for that someday you can't hide forever isa
0: and tony called in from prison and i love that they had this is a prepaid call from tony d'angelo <laughs> This call is being recorded. Okay, I just, you know, I would never complain about the way a wrestling show is booked or what creative would ever have for (laughs) characters. But I do have to say, why would you rob us of having an on-air trial of Tony D'Angelo with witnesses, with lawyers, with the jury? Like, why would you deprive us?
2: That actually would have been really great television.
0: Yes. <laughs>
2: yes. That would have been, I I mean, cause how many times have we had a trial on on TV? I mean, the both tribal trials yeah, yeah. have been phenomenal. Maybe that's I,
0: why. Maybe they were like, oh, uh, the tribal court thing it's too close. Maybe that's what it was. I mean, even I mean
2: Ms. won a money in the bank yes. via trial. I mean, I think it was just absolutely I I you're right. I think we should have had a trial, but I know my guys. I know stacks, and I know that he I was going to come through. And
0: but but tonight, uh, I really was surprised with the outcome because I was like, that seems like, like the most logical segment to do. You don't go this far down this storyline and then be like, nope, he got freed because he won a wrestling match. <laughs> like there should be a tr- like, oh my, come on, like HBK. I know you have me blocked on Twitter, but dude, reconsider. Come up with some technicality. HBK you know? blocked you. On Somebody Twitter? tagged me in something that I'm sure he didn't like. It's Aww. like uh, Ryback has me blocked. I've like just sometimes people get block- collateral damage, man. It happens.
2: That's what having me and Edge. Edge block. See,
0: you understand. You understand. I've but, never uh,
2: said anything mean on Twitter in no. my life and uh, I got blocked for some reason. I mean,
0: I have, but not towards them. Um, but uh, no, I think that uh, this match was good. It was what it needed to be. But yeah, I'm genuinely shocked that the stacks uh, got it done and we're not getting a trial.
2: Well, we are getting a tag team championship match. The thing that I didn't really get here was. Bronco and Lucian showing up halfway through just to sort of say, hey, and then walking away. It felt like they got lost, and they were like, oh, is this where the locker room... Oop, the ring. Uh, Never mind, guys. Goodbye. Yeah. Like, they they didn't play really a part. I didn't really get what that was about.
0: Uh, We had that backstage segment with uh, Schism confronting Ivy Nile.
2: Yeah, that was uh, Schism. By the way, I think trying to help Ivy Nile, clearly she's lost. Clearly. Clearly, she needs family more than ever, and schism's growing. And schism's another group that I think a lot of people doubted Joe Gacy, and uh, Joe Gacy proved he was right.
0: Yeah, and uh, we had Thea Hale backstage talking about rematch with Tiffany Stratton, which I tell you, man, I'm pulling for uh, Thea Hale to, to win that championship.
2: She, I got to give credit to my pal Flobo Boyce, who um, is someone who watches NXT Level Up, and he. Hmm show a lot and he messaged me forever ago i can't remember how long ago it was but like when she first started on level up and he was like "Thea Hale is going to be something special and i was like you don't know anything flobo shut up but (laughs) as you do with your friends when they tell you someone's going to do great uh but ever since she's been given a chance she's blown up i think that she is a star for them and it's crazy that she's 18 years old or something like that well i think
0: she's a little older now
2: 19 but i don't know something
0: however time works i mean you know
2: i'll be honest any like ever since the pandemic the past like i can't tell one year from five years so true like if if something happened in 2020 i can't remember if that was a year ago or three years ago (laughs) or whatever uh but yeah she's fantastic i like tiffany stratton a bit more than you do though glenn i think she's
0: i like her a lot i just have been a little underwhelmed by (laughs) <laughs> under one by her promos I, really. I, I,
2: yeah I get what you're saying I think that she's in a spot though where she needs to her character is kind of tough I think to cut promos when you're the champion without a she needs a, a contender I think that it looks like the favorite not like the because like, Thea Hale's the underdog the way it's being presented and so when Tiffany Stratton is like yeah but on the champ you're like well yeah she's kind of, she's kind of right like it's, yeah, it doesn't yeah. hit the same where i think if she was being approached by people who were you know if like a raquel rodriguez came and said hey i want the title then i think that's where you would see tiffany stratton able to really do some gold on the microphone yeah uh, for her type of character i think this is just a tough matchup verbally for someone for for tiffany I Stratton. Agree.
0: Uh, Thea Hale was born September 9th, 2003. Jack, up until six weeks ago, I sold a car or I drove a car that I just sold six weeks ago that I bought in September of 2003. She
2: wasn't even alive to hear the words listen to this new song from Usher called Yeah. (laughs) That's insane.
0: That is insane. (laughs) That is insane. Um, Usher is doing a residency in Vegas. I saw today tickets are like five hundred bucks. Kind of insane. Five hundred bucks to see Usher. <laughs> to see Usher, I know
2: you better be. You better get to like dance on stage with him for five hundred. For five hundred dollars,
0: I better get to say yeah. Let me do yeah. the Yes, you know.
2: <laughs> I I feel like if I got the option to dance with Usher on stage, I would sign up for it. I'd be excited about it. But then as yeah. soon as he took his shirt off and was like, "Okay, dance, Jack," I'm like, "Okay, I don't think I'm ready for this."
0: <laughs> No, I would want to insist on doing the yes, but I by doing them all like LA Night and be like,
2: yeah, yeah, to throw <laughs> off the rhythm yeah. completely. <laughs> uh,
0: everybody's pointing out the chat. Yes, I noticed the Creed brothers, the two mysterious guys in the masks during Schism. Creed's really not gone from NXT.
2: If the Creeds are in Schism, then Ivy Nile definitely should join Schism. That's where her family is. Yes. <laughs>
0: Um, let's talk about this main event tonight. Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams versus the Judgment Day. It's uh Finn and Priest, Dominic Mysterio and Ray Ripley causing causing trouble, causing havoc there tonight mm-hmm. at a ringside. Um, but what did you think of this? And what'd you think of uh I mean Dragonoff interfering as well, but what'd you think of Judgment Day getting the win tonight?
2: I think it was the right move. I think it was. I thought this was an this was a really fun main event, and I love that the Judgment Day didn't alter how they operate in any way just because they were on a different stage. I love that they acted the same. They did exactly how they would do things if this was Raw versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. Um, I also loved that uh, they, they toyed with us a little bit. Of course, Dom tried to come in with the chair but getting stopped and then the money in the bank briefcase it made the end very fun and exciting to see how it goes but let's be honest the judgment day is a a bigger team they should get the win i know there's probably a lot of people who are like but carmelo hayes lost twice now carmelo hayes gonna be just fine carmelo (laughs) hayes rocking the best crop top in all of pro wrestling right now carmelo hayes is going to be one of the biggest stars in pro wrestling when it's all said and done he'll be just fine the, he, he had no bother with with that whatsoever. But uh, I love that Dragunov got involved at the end, and I like that clearly this is going to add a little spice to the story. Oh yeah, and make it even better. So you, again, you get a great main event, you get um, stories being told, and you got future stories being built. This is a slam dunk main event.
0: Yeah, um, and I thought it was really really good tonight. Uh, just a hot show. Two of the things I want to talk about saw the recap of the NXT underground match from last week. Oh yeah. If Eddie Thorpe in the win, I hope they bring that back and do more NXT. Underground.
2: Still raw, raw underground to me. It's going to be raw underground forever to me. I don't care.
0: Can't call it raw unless Shane O'Max max there.
2: It's uh if AEW did it, I would call it raw underground.
0: <laughs> um, but that Baron Corbin promo tonight, mm-hmm. burying his past gimmick saying they weren't quite him um and then him going to a place with the tiki torches and seeing a hooded figure that i'm assuming is baron corbin he's going it's going to be like superman three when superman fought and clark fought clark kent or who do you think the hooded figure is
2: yeah um i i guess i guess real quick to talk about the uh the raw underground uh, flashback thing um, I do like that it's leading so I think, Die Jack versus uh Eddie yeah. Thorpe, which looks like it's going to happen. That'll be I great. Think that's, that's very be hard. Fun um, and I think that'll help give a, Eddie Thorpe a, more of a chance to sort of sh- show us who he is as well. Um, I'm a big fan of Eddie Thorpe's. I uh, love I've, Eddie Thorpe. It was, I was fortunate enough, I got to see him here locally in Los Angeles before he got signed. G- DJing I- or? DJ, I knew we, we, we actually chatted about DJ and I DJ as well. So no, we actually, it's cool.
0: That, yeah. It's cool. That you actually I DJ as well. So when I first saw his yeah. gimmick, I was like, finally, it speaks to me. Yes. Yeah.
2: So is that, we've actually, I've actually chatted with him about DJ and it's uh so it's very cool to see that. Um, and so I, I just think now he needs to have, this will hopefully be that thing that lets us see who he is, where there's like big stakes. Uh, no offense to Damon Kemp, but he's uh, he's a bit of a, I think he's like the Dolph Ziggler of, uh, NXT right now, where he's entertaining, he has good matches, but you're never like, Oh man, he's gonna wreck the this Dolph
0: Ziggler of NXT. That's a good, co- I think that's a
2: fair comparison. I mean, and Dolph is
0: like, I could be the Dolph Ziggler of NXT again.
2: <laughs> I think Dolph is happy with his situation. Yeah. I think, um, but to your point about um, uh, Baron, Baron, Corbin. Uh, Baron Corbin, I am loving the fact that it's interesting because so many people have done that. I'm getting rid of the past and I'm going to be a new me, but I've never seen it done in a way where it's so mysterious. Like what is yeah. the Baron Corbin going to be? Yeah. What it, How is he going to do this? And I like that. They showed us the images of his old versions because he is someone who reinvents himself constantly or oh, gets yeah. reinvented. I don't know. I don't know where, where it comes from, but he's constantly being reinvented. And so to see the different versions of him and like now I'm going to be the real me. I will tell you, though, if I'm driving along the road and I see a bunch of torches in the woods with a hooded figure, I'm not stopping, Glenn. I don't I care if like... I am trying to find myself. I am not stopping. I'm going to keep on going. I'm not even going to look over. I'm just going to keep my eyes forward on the road. And I'm with driving. you. I'm with you. Well, uh, so I don't I don't know what to expect from this. I don't know who it could be. I don't I'm very I'm intrigued.
0: I mean, bum ass Corbin was the best. How great would it be if he pulls back the hood and it's bald? With like a huge beard and like the <laughs> fucked up, like bald hair. Yeah, that'd be great. As he gets closer, he's like, Is there a stain on his hood? Yeah. <laughs>
2: like, it's
0: just... Alternate he's like, timeline. He's like, I've been living in the woods.
2: I have <laughs> no money. <laughs> it's a totally different angle. Like, he's like, Can I have some money?
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like a weird version of a what was it, the Jordan Peele movie, like Us, where he's like, Everything good that happens to you, something bad happens to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: <laughs> so he's trying to switch spots with him. He's like, yeah. if, if he puts on the hood, then the good stuff happens to me, and I'm
0: <laughs> that would be incredible. Uh, but no, I'm looking forward to it. I like that they're building some mystery with it. That was great tonight. Um, just what a fun show, man! Like, this, this was the most entertained i will be consistently by wrestling this week
2: that we talked about it at the top this was a great episode too we talked about at the top and it's always so um I, I kind of get bummed out now when people are like, oh, I don't watch NXT
0: anymore. Yeah, what the and hell's like, wrong with you if you don't watch NXT, man?
2: Yeah, you should. Like, watch it. Get, I get that, yes, the black and gold brand was great, and it's okay to have those memories, and it's okay to be like, oh, man, when they were doing this and that, and, you know, when Andrade faced Alistair Black or whatever, those were great. They were great. It's okay. <laughs> you can That can be great, and the new stuff can be great, too. But yeah. These, this episode was such this was such a fun episode and like you said at the top I feel like as a wrestling fan every aspect of wrestling was touched on and you mm-hmm. got a hard hitting slobber knocker match you got a fun sports entertainment match you got women's wrestling you've got stuff that mixes in the main roster you've got mysteries of what's developing yeah. stories and things just just fun this is just a fun episode
0: it was good, man. Well, excited uh, that I got to talk about this with you. We probably yeah. uh, will get to do this more in the future about NXT in addition to what we've been doing on Fridays lately for SmackDown. So, yeah. everybody, if you like the podcast, do us a favor. Like it, subscribe. Got to get those numbers up. Leave a rating and yeah. review on uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave a comment on YouTube. Follow Jack at Real Jack Farmer on uh, both Twitter and threads.
2: Yeah. And Instagram running all about. of them. Yeah. yeah.
0: I'm at Glenn Rubenstein.
2: Who's going to be the next Dane Cook of social media with threads now? This I think Dane not... Cook
0: wanted it to be him, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's
2: going to be the next Tila Tequila of social media with threads? Get a coveted spot
0: at the Gathering of the Juggalos. Yeah, you know?
2: Speaking of things that were around before Thea Hale was born.
0: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, everyone, for hanging out tonight. Dream Realm Studios, Lego Brick Collector, Rick Plot. Ricky Zaldivar we also got Zuka enigma good to see you again yes boy edwards cousins chubby bowden Love that name killer demons 669 baby ice huffman elite training sergio mccloud goodfellow 1422 jeffrey sullivan alicia a and all the rest bernie dc what's up thank you everyone for hanging with and we'll catch you back here next time tomorrow night in fact uh for AEW dynamite join the wednesday night crew i'll be back on friday Until then, everybody, take care and thanks for listening to the Wrestling Inc. podcast.